Woody and Gorney back for another week of picks. I can't believe it's week eight already, Gorney. I'm starting to get sad about the end of the season. Hey, as long as we're making money, I, I'm, I'm trying to hang on here to any penny I can get. Yeah, so basically Gorney and I continue to kick around 500 uh, every week, but our season records, you still have a lead three games on me. You're 82-64-1. and one. I'm 79-67-1, and one, which if we did that in real life or at Vegas, that'd be impressive, right? Oh, absolutely. We'd be riding high. All right. Uh, so let's go right into the game's first one. UCLA at Oregon. Oregon is surprisingly six-point favorite here, Gorney. Yeah, and I think no one's really buying this UCLA team yet, and I, and I don't know why. So, you know, I, I don't like the action on the number here. It started at four and a half. It's gone up to plus six, even though the public and the money's following UCLA. I, I don't think Chip Kelly is going to go up there and get blown out, but I do think Oregon wins. I think there's a lot of points in this game, 41-34. I'm going to take the Ducks, but I'm not crazy about the pick. So uh, looking at it, I, I was surprised it was six. I was thinking, okay, maybe three and a half yeah. or whatever uh, for the home, you know, give the Ducks the home field. A college game day coming, Austin's going to be rocking. It's supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain hard, even though, as they say, it never rains at Austin Stadium. I have lots of years of experience to prove otherwise. So I think this is going to be a running ground and pound. I think you're going to see both teams uh, just running the ball. I like what Oregon's done, bringing in extra offensive linemen and stuff like that. So uh, I think it could be a little lower scoring than we expect. And I'm going to take UCLA into points. I just think six is too many. Last year's game, UCLA easily could have won that game uh, down there. Oregon's done a good job against DTR over the years, but of course we have uh, there's a new staff there. So yeah, give me UCLA to cover. Uh, Syracuse at Clemson, big number, 13 and a half for the Tigers. Yeah, this is one of my favorite games of the whole week, actually. Um, I'm taking Clemson and I'm taking them big and I believe in them. Uh, I saw a stat that after six games, uh, DJ Uyunga Lale has better stats than Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence at the same time. And we know how we've all felt about Trevor Lawrence over the years and Deshaun Watson. So I think Clemson is actually starting to really click. Um, and I think this Syracuse team is a little overdone. If you look at the six wins, yes, almost all of them were at home. An NC State win was impressive, but they weren't at full go, full go last week. Wagner, Virginia, Purdue, UConn, Louisville, that is not exactly murderer's row. I think they go down there and I think they get smashed. I'm taking Clemson and I'm taking them big. All right. I am actually going to take Syracuse. I think <laughs> I saw that stat. If you remember, it was like, it was very, it was classic game note stats where it was like, yeah. you know, oh, when it's a full moon and, you know, Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> if you remember, remember Trevor Lawrence's, I think it was that his, his second year or was something like that. And he threw all those picks at the beginning of the year, and everyone was wondering if he was overrated. That was right. like compared against. So uh, I still like Clemson to win. I just two touchdowns seems high. I like Garrett Schrader. I agree. Syracuse's schedule not super impressive, but Clemson just doesn't really seem built to really blow people out. I mean, they let Florida State hang around last week. That the game was never in doubt. But it's like they were up three touchdowns, and then next thing you know, uh, Jordan Travis is running around, and the final score doesn't look as impressive. So, uh, yeah, give me the cues maybe on the back door there. Uh, Kansas State going to TCU. TCU a three-and-a-half-point favorite. 
Yeah, no, a lot of this, a lot of the theory is it has to end at some point for TCU. So, you know, is it this week? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. It's supposed to be very, very windy at this game, like in the mid 20s. So, you know, you think of the under there, not a lot of passing. I think Kansas State's going to try to come in and grind a little bit. I'm still going to take TCU, and it might be a sucker bet here, but I think this team is actually pretty good. I think their defense is much better. You take one or two shots to Quentin Johnson, and I just don't, I still don't trust Adrian Martinez fully. TCU, even after coming off that big Oklahoma State win, I don't think they look past Kansas State. I think they're looking for bigger and better things here. I'm going to take TCU with the small number. Yeah, Quentin Johnson is an absolute monster. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like he he's not getting talked about enough. I, I mean, he's a freak of nature. I don't know if you see this guy play. I mean, just so physical. It's almost like you know, Megatron type uh, vibes yeah. coming from him. Just a huge guy, tough to cover. He can break tackles. So I think uh, he should be getting more talk nationally. Uh, to me, I mean, the, with the Ohio State guys being banged up off and on, off and on, to me, he's the best receiver in the country right now that I've seen. So, uh, and guess what? Let's talk about something that, needs to, that might come to an end soon. I mean, Adrian Martinez, uh, the turnaround. I just don't, like you said, I don't trust him. Kansas State's having a, a really good season, better than I expected. But yeah, give me uh, the Horn Frogs to win and cover at home. Mississippi State going to Alabama. Alabama getting a huge number, 21 points here. Yeah, so do we get the Alabama that's really, you know, upset and, and crushed and wants to kill people after that Tennessee loss last week? Or do we get the Alabama, you know, with that, that, that false starts for no reason, that Bryce looks maybe a little frustrated with what's going on on the field but won't show it because he's such a pro, that the, with receivers that, you know, just can't get open and don't look all that great? I don't know. 21 seems like a lot. Alabama could come out and win this game 42 nothing, and Mike Leach will walk off the field and, you know, show very little emotion about it. But I think Mrs. I think that's too many points. I think Alabama wins the game, but Mississippi State can move the ball and, and put points on the board. So I'm going to take Mississippi State here plus 21. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Mississippi State too. Now, I would never pick this in real life uh, with my own money, but for the purpose of this show, uh, I hadn't seen Bryce Young that frustrated since I cornered him at the Five Star Challenge and made him help me label video clips uh, from <laughs> seven on seven. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I uh, honestly, they sh you know you could see say what they want. The the they had two chances to win that game, whether it was the missed field goal or the interception. You know, and I'm not too caught up with the refs i mean oh they cheating you know but tennessee fans were waiting to hold they cheating and then we've got yeah. you know alabama slow-moing the refs uh <laughs> hands up signal like he was celebrating that, that video was amazing so uh i think i just think alabama's got too many deficiencies in the secondary um, not a lot of, you know, I'm looking for some South Florida DBs back there and I'm seeing, you know, guys from Maryland and stuff getting run by over and over again. So, yeah. um, yeah, I say, I say Mississippi state, maybe a backdoor fashion, but yeah, I like them here. Um, Texas going to Oklahoma state and Oklahoma state is an underdog at home. I have that right, Gorney. Yeah, that's right. And I think this all relies on if Spencer Sanders plays. And so Mike, Mike um, Gundy has been cagey about it this week, obviously not going to hint at if he's going to play or not. The, you know, I'll make a pick here. I'm going to take Oklahoma State out of principle. They're great at home. 
you know, the numbers sort of line up for Texas in this game. You have the public loves Oklahoma State here, but not the money. But I, uh, you know, six and a half at home with an Oklahoma State team uh, that's coming off that tough loss. This all does this depend on Spencer Sanders. So it shouldn't reflect on my record if he doesn't play, but I'm taking the pokes. Yeah, if he doesn't play, I might like them more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened to your guy, the backup? He's at like Nevada now or something. Shane right? Illingworth. Yeah, he's he's at Nevada or something. Yeah, he's so uh, I don't even know who their backup is, but guess what? Give me, I'll take the pokes as well to cover. I like Texas to win, but weird games when, when Texas goes to Oklahoma State. Uh, yeah. So I, I like it to be close. Uh, Old Miss at LSU. Surprisingly, LSU favored at home by one and a half points. Yeah, one and a half here. Um, I loved how LSU looked at Florida last week. Florida makes teams look really good, though, sometimes. So uh, that Florida team is not where it needs to be right now, especially on offense. But they're starting to come together under Brian Kelly. He's much calmer on the sidelines there. It looks like he's using this year as sort of like an analysis of the program and where things stand. I don't know. I, this, this seems like Vegas is begging the public to take number seven Ole Miss. Um, but I'm going to take LSU here. I think uh, at home, in that environment, you know, I, I just think they're playing really well. And Ole Miss cannot be undefeated going into the Alabama game. So I'm taking LSU. Uh, I'm taking Ole Miss. Uh, I just the two-headed running back situation. I re I really like what we've seen from the offense. Like I said, it's a throwback almost to Kiffin's offense at FAU when he had Devin yeah. Singletary. Um, so yeah, I like uh, I really like the freshman running back there who you didn't rank high enough, uh, Gorney. Underrated. <laughs> and I like Zach Evans who you ranked too high. So uh, yeah, give me give me the Rebels uh, to win on the road and and uh, win outright. Iowa at Number two, Ohio State. This one's a weird one. 29 points. I hate these lines. I thought we were past these. Hate these lines, but that's, you know, when you hate them, you should take them. So, you know, this is a flip game. So I'm going against myself here. You know, the public loves Ohio State. The money loves Iowa. I think they're falling in love. But if you've seen this Iowa team play, they might not get the ball past the 50-yard line. The thing is with, I, you know, Iowa in years past was able to run the ball. They can't run the ball this year. That, you know, they're not really good anywhere. Uh, Ohio State is good everywhere. And they might get Smith and Jigba back. And Stroud and the whole thing. This could be, this could be 56-3. Um, I'm going to, this is, this is against all of my policies. And why I have to beg my wife for mortgage money each month. But I am taking Ohio State minus 29. All right, so. I just I felt the same way as you, and I just said it's too obvious. I'm taking Iowa. All right. Yeah, 31 yeah. to 3. 31 to 3 could be the score and they cover. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't feel great about it. I would never once again, I was not a pick I would make in real life, but we got a pick for the show. So uh give me the Hawkeyes. Next up, Cincinnati at SMU. Uh Cincinnati, a road uh favorite. Yeah, I'm picking SMU here and this is based on all on what I just did against Iowa. I'm taking SMU for the same reason. This is not the same Cincinnati team. I think the number is inflated. I think SMU can score. They're at home. It's an early kick. Um, and the public loves Cincinnati and the money absolutely loves SMU here. I'm taking the Mustangs at home. 
could be a fun game to watch early in the day if you're if you know if Clemson is pounding Syracuse at that time. But I'm going to take SMU. Yeah, I broke down SMU, then I changed it to Cincinnati. I'm going to stick with Cincinnati just because I watched SMU just get smoked by UCF when I thought they yeah. should easily cover in that game. They played TCU tough. I'm with you. I don't agree Cincinnati's the same, but I just, I don't know. Something's off about SMU for me. So I'll take Cincinnati and, and probably uh, be wrong. <laughs> Next up, Boston College at Wake Forest. Wake Forest, again, a three-touchdown favorite here. Yeah, this is, uh, again, a big number, but Boston College isn't very good. You know, I don't know if Wake Forest can stop anybody, though. So I'm going to side with Wake Forest. And again, this is another week where I'm taking a lot of chalk, and I hate it. Um, but Boston College isn't very good. Jeff Halfley is doing an okay job there. Was hotter maybe a year or two ago. But I'm, I'm going to take Wake Forest here. Probably wins 31-10. Yeah, one thing about Boston College is they, no matter who the coach is, they've always found a way to bring in good offensive line talent. They've had a ton of injuries up front. And I think, yeah. you know, that to me that's just hindered them too much. I think Wake Forest puts up a lot here. I, I think uh, – you know, Boston College is going to have – they have a good pass defense, uh, you know, historically under Halfley the last few years. But I just think the slow mesh is going to be a slow death. Uh, Hate that. Hate for, that slow mesh. For Boston College. I just love to say it every week because it's one of those things that, that college football media people say to act like they know a lot about football. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I got to throw that in there so people know I'm an X's and O's guy. Uh, next up, Memphis at Tulane. Tulane is seven-point favorite. Yeah, if this game was at Memphis, I might take them to on the money line to win. Um, but Tulane is weirdly good at home, especially. Like I, I, you know, they're just very good down there. And again, when you see, you know, if you think of Memphis, you think, you know, Brady White scoring 50, 60 points a game. That's not the, it's not really the same team. I'm going to take Tulane. This is definitely not a game I would bet on my own, but I'll take Tulane touchdown. Yeah, Memphis, I believe, has blown 17-point leads in back-to-back -back games, 17 or more in back-to-back -back games. I couldn't believe they lost that game last week. I couldn't believe they lost to Houston. So, of course, I'm going to pick them to go down to uh, New Orleans <laughs> and win. Uh, not win outright. Cover, cover. I think. I think Tulane, I've seen a lot of arrogance from the Tulane fan base. Uh, you know, very, oh, why aren't they in the New Year's Six Bowl projections? Uh -huh. What? You know, when okay, let's just settle down a little bit. To you, first of all, we're not even sure you're the best team in your own conference. So, yeah. uh, I love Willie Fritz, Willie Fritz Jr., very hospitable to me when I went over there. Saw James Carville jogging on campus. Is that the most New Orleans thing? Uh, <laughs> was he wearing an LSU hat? No, I don't remember what he was wearing, but he was on Tulane's campus jogging around, and I said hi, and he was like. Ah. <laughs> it was very exciting for me uh so anyway it was me me and nick uh but anyway give me memphis sorry james uh i'm taking the tigers uh, last pick of the week minnesota at penn state in a weird line four and a half points yeah this is another one that uh the the public loves penn state here the the money loves minnesota so you're supposed to take minnesota this is the whiteout game uh that's going to be a factor and I and I just think people are overreacting to Penn State really getting crushed on both lines last week. Now Minnesota is going to come in with a lot of power up front, and they're going to try to run it. And I get it. Um, 
But this is a team that, you know, lost by double digits to Purdue and Illinois. I just don't think that they're on the same level as Michigan. I just don't think they have the same talent to deal with Penn State. And this is a Penn State team who I think does rebound in a night game in State College. This could be 21-17 and the hook gets me, but I'm going to take the nits. Yeah, I'm taking Penn State uh, big, bigly here. I think they mm. bounce back. I think, Sure, they took a beat down last week. I don't think any of us expected that, but I don't know. I think Minnesota's riding off a little, like you said, the early season. They got up to a hot start. I haven't been that impressed with them uh, since that. And I just think Penn State, I just think Penn State's uh, going to bounce back with the two running backs. Give me the Nittany Lions to win. And, and I, hey, I might go up to seven. Let's take it up to seven. Go on and get a little juice there. Yeah, yeah, let's see. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up this week's show. Gordon and I will be back, of course, with picks next week. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Rivals Features. You can watch the show there every week, and you can hear it on uh, the Commitment Issues podcast feed as well. All right, thanks, Gordon. All right, see you.